Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're late to the party a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture from two best friends mentally in the house of Gucci father Father, son son, house House of of Gucci Gucci. (laughs) (sighs) Amen. (laughs) yes uh remember when at least for me I thought house of Gucci was gonna save cinema in 2021 yes I think we all did I feel like there was so much anticipation for this movie, so much marketing, so many like red carpet moments, like so I, many memes. The memes, the, the, um, no, no, I'm thinking of The Star is Born. See, this movie and the press cycle just truly feel like such a fever dream mm. that I'm like getting confused with Star is Born. Like if there's a thousand people in the room and I'm the one, yeah, I'm like that, but that Star is Born. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I feel like A Star is Born is her performance of the lifetime, not Patrizia Reggiani, just saying. But it was still good. I, she was still good. But remember, there was a time two whole years two ago. Two whole years, yes. But it feels like 200 where we saw like 2020 or 2021 peak COVID time, those mm. stills in that picture of her and Adam Driver opera ski. Yes, that sweater. Oh my god. The cable knit sweater and like the full red ski suit and we were like this is it. This, this is going to save cinema. Mm-hmm. Gaga's going to get her Oscar. Yes. It was like it was like everything and then the press cycle came out for House of Gucci and it was like no, this isn't going to be it. Like we did one of our first, I think it was our second podcast episode yep. ever. We talked about Gaga and Gucci. We did. We went like, we went all in on like the story of the murder and just Lady Gaga in general, like being in this movie, like our thoughts like beforehand. And, and we, then, yeah. yeah, then the movie came out and we were like, okay, should we watch this? Because it's mm-hmm. getting panned. Also, like Lady Gaga, the press cycle, I already saw and heard Jared Leto as Paolo and Paolo, right? Yeah, Paolo. Paolo. And uh, sorry, I have to I, say it like Lizzie McGuire. I know, movie. it makes me think of the Lizzie McGuire movie too. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this movie's just a bunch of like this hand motion uh-huh. and boopity boppities. It is. It is very over the top. I want to just say. Like, I've been really wanting to see this movie because I I feel like I've been begging you in a way because you, we both were kind of like waiting to see it in the theater. And then like with the critic review, it was like, eh, but then I'm like, maybe it would still be good. Like, let's not listen to the critics. But, you know, whatever happened, didn't really get a chance to go in. And then I feel like I've just been thinking in the back of my mind about this movie for like over like like two years now. And I had so much anticipation and excitement built up because in my mind, I'm like, this movie has so much potential, like the cast, like it's going to be so good. And I just, I don't know, I have so many thoughts, so many things to unpack. I feel like, I feel like I'm really let down by this movie. (laughs) Do you feel personally, like, betrayed by House of Gucci? I do. I feel personally betrayed. Like, attacked personally by Ridley Scott? I do. Yeah. I definitely do. Well, let's get into it. So, yeah, what were your thoughts? Well, today we're talking about the House of Gucci. Yeah. If you didn't gather. Yeah, if you didn't gather. (laughs) I know. I wonder how many people have actually seen this movie. How many people went to the actual theater to see it in high hopes and left feeling the way we did? I feel like 
this movie is going to be like a canon event mm. because, you you know, like when, like my comfort place is going on Wikipedia when I'm trying to fall asleep yeah. and looking at like 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s, like the years and like every single movie that came out in my like childhood memory, I'll remember seeing an ad or a poster for that and like it came and went. Mm-hmm. Or seeing buzz around it and it came and went or like these things I've never heard of. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be that. Yeah, probably. It's going to be like. It's a shame. It's going to be one of those events like people are going to probably feel about cats in 10 years. Oh, gosh. Cats. Well, yeah. Where they like see it, though. They see Taylor Swift in this like cat suit or they see like the the butthole edit and oh my like God, no and they're like what fever dream was this did this really come out in 2019 <sighs> yeah you know yeah i feel like that that's gonna be house of gucci it's gonna be like jared leto did what fever lady dream. gaga pulled the daniel day lewis for this yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a canon event for sure i think you're right yeah yeah So you had high hopes. I had high hopes. I tried not to. I even told you before we started watching the movie, I was like, you know what? I cannot get high hopes for this movie. I need to curb them because I know. Curb your enthusiasm. I need to curb my enthusiasm because I knew it was going to be, it's never going to be what you hope and dream. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm like, oh, it's been two years. We've read reviews. Like, it. you know, there has to be some truth. Like. I don't like reviews to stop me from watching Same. things, but I think sometimes there's there's usually some reason behind them. So yeah, I feel like there's some validity in them. Yeah. Also, I remember and I just watched it, the Lady Gaga press cycle mm-hmm. for Gucci, where she she has this long interview, and she I know she did a couple, but there's this one in particular where she talks about method acting. Yeah. And. Like having to see like a psychiatric nurse. And I just, that's wild for what this movie is. Yes. It just, it kind of gives me the ick. Like as much as I love Gaga, I've like obviously like been a big, uh, obvi- I say obviously. obviously I've never talked about her, but you know, in my life, I yeah. like Lady Gaga I really like mentioned her on the pod here and there. Well, maybe. I will say the Monster Ball tour like movie like DVD on HBO or whatever it was on HBO, right? I think so. But yeah. whatever the documentary was changed my life mm-hmm. and informed me into the person I am today. That's when you built your Gaga shrine. Pretty much. And yeah, I had a Lady Gaga shrine. Yeah. I watched, I saw the Mary the Night music video and I was like, I want to become a director. I'm going to tell everyone it's because of like Sofia Coppola and Martin Scorsese. <laughs> but low key, I saw Mary the Night and I was like, this is art. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to do this one day because Lady Gaga directed it. And I was like, oh, Amen. she's an artist. She is. That's what I love about her. Like, she is so into art and she expresses herself like fully. Like, she does not hold back. And I think like those I know the interviews you're talking about. And I think that's also part of like, for me, like there was so much hype around this movie that I thought it was going to be so much more. And I thought her character was going to be so much more like and we'll get into like each character and stuff but it's intense though yeah no it is intense yeah it's so intense brie it is for what this is it's not worth it it was so intense yeah i'm like i don't know if she could have should have gone to those places like like i hate to say this (sighs) like we stole my heart and little monsters don't come for me i don't want another swifty situation but i say this with love for gaga yeah 
has she lost the plot? Because <laughs> like all we've seen, I, you know, and I, I know that she wants to retreat a little bit. You know, like she doesn't have to be the Gaga persona. Yeah. But like having a psychiatric nurse for House of Gucci, doing those like commercials for that drug where she's on the piano. Oh, yeah. What I mean is Lady Gaga kind of went from some like performance artist who was kind of humble. Yeah. And she turned. I don't I, I just think she's a little, little self-important. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I think she's a little self-important. I love you, Gaga. I know. I love her, too. I think it's also, like, the, um, listening to her talk about the movie, like, the role, like, and talking about, like, being Italian-American, which I totally understand, but, like, I don't think this movie conveys, I, I don't, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying to hold it in. No, let it all out. This movie did not meet my expectations. <laughs> I, I just feel like it was all hype and not like there's some parts of it that I think are good and some performances like there's bits and pieces but I think overall it just could have been better yeah I I wanted more like more everything (sighs) it's so interesting I think yeah house of Gucci did it need to happen did it need to happen no but it could see like it had a lot of potential. It had a lot of potential. Like, if you go and listen to our episode where we talk about, like, the Gucci murder, like, if you just read, if you sit and read about the murder If you itself, read House of Gucci. Just read the book. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. They're so... Like, I feel like this movie tries to do too much. And, like, it ends up downplaying. Yes. All of the wild, crazy events. Because the Gucci's... It, what do they say? It's, like, the first generation creates the second generation... progresses it i butchered that already and then generation three destroys they it. they destroy it okay and Maurizio, paolo the other destroy one it. they destroyed gucci and it took big daddy tom ford to come in sex it up yeah that was actually a part of the movie where i'm like it's so polarizing too because i loved it and i hated it and yeah. i audibly screamed yeah because of Leon or Andre Leon Talley. <laughs> you did. You were like, that's Andre Leon Talley. They did him so dirty. Also, they shot on location in Italy. And they didn't even use Italy. They Yeah, I feel like there's so much that just they could have done better. Like that just. Ah, you had Lady Gaga going full Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. And you also had Jared Leto dressed like he was like. Instead of like Norbit, it's paolo yeah and, you know and, and talking like he's a super mario brother yeah <laughs> and like, like what you have al pacino being the best yeah adam driver like right off a of marriage story being super serious in this other movie like what in the world yeah what in the world really scott <laughs> but i do hear that he really let, lets his actors roam and be free yeah that's true. That's good. And that's worked sometimes. Yeah. Dude, Ridley Scott had a really bad 2021 with this in the last duel. Yeah. I also, but you know, when you think about it, 
what other movies were even out? Because like when I also looked like Oscar wise and stuff like what was nominated and because the House of Gucci only got one nomination and it was just for the hair and makeup. But, you know, I mean, and there was good hair and makeup, but it, I don't even know any of the other movies that are on there. I don't recognize any of them. I don't know. I don't think anyone was really going to the movies at that time. No, I remember maybe. OK, in 2021 in general. Like looking back at my letterbox, I think I watched only a handful of movies in general. And it was like Chaos Walking, which was terrible. And Dune, which I fell asleep through twice. Yeah. I mean, I like Dune okay. But it was... But we weren't going to the movies. We didn't have anything else. Yeah. We didn't go to the movies. (sighs) But yeah, that Oscar season really was just all about the slap. Yeah, it was. And I, you know, I had and a slap in the face to Gucci. Yes. <laughs> Which did it win for hair and makeup? I think yeah, I thought so. Oh, I thought. I mean, am I crazy? Good for them. Did it win or did it just get nominated? Uh, like I can see a nomination, but 2021 must have been a rough year. I don't even know what was nominated that year. I know Coda won. Mm. Didn't see it. It's like the one year I really didn't watch any nominees. Same. But we thought House of Gucci would save us. I thought so. I thought it was really going to be a crowd pleaser. I also am the biggest A Star is Born, like Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born fan. Yes. I saw it like four times in the movie theater. That one was so good. Cried every time. Yes. Like I really was disappointed and distraught when Lady Gaga didn't win Best Actress, even though I know I knew it was a long shot. Yeah. Apparently, Jared Leto was also distraught. He said Gaga should win, like, everything. Like, he was like, I was shocked. What are your thoughts on Jared Leto? Speaking of polarizing <sighs> figures. Dude, I don't know. I think I, I feel polarized by him. I Sometimes I love him and sometimes I hate him. Like, it's like a weird love-hate relationship. Like, I think he's an attractive man. He's got those piercing blue eyes, which kind of scare me and intrigue me at the same time. Um, are you like that uh, like clip of Sean Mendez when he's on the lie detector test? <laughs> and he's like blue-eyed people scare me i don't trust them <laughs> yeah i mean i'm so, like not I mean, it's just like when they're piercing you know what i mean like there's a certain like it looks like he looks into your soul like i don't know it just freaks me out a little but he also kind of looks like jesus which is hot i think i don't know this doesn't really give good because you're kind of describing a cult leader which is he's alleged <laughs> to be so Wait, he's alleged to be a cult leader yeah look oh, no. into it look Oops. into and am it. i in this cult maybe maybe <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i don't <laughs> he does give like bikram yoga cult man vibes yes actually yeah yeah no he's kind of off-putting i'm just saying objectively i think like on the surface level i think he's attractive he's intriguing something about his piercing blue eyes and his long luscious hair but then he's also like I don't know. It kind of scares me. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his unhingedness. Maybe it's the- sending those gifts. Yeah. I don't, who's to say? I just I don't really love him. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I, I can't make up my mind on him. How about you? Uh, you know, I agree. Jared Leto's a cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've liked things he's been in. Yeah. But he also gives me the ick. Like, he's very good when he's good but i do have a lot of like empathy or i I feel really bad for jared leto in a way because when you see him in certain roles or you see like 
that um oh, i think it was the guy who killed john lennon when he was in that biopic and he gained all that weight by eating all that ice cream microwaved i don't know he just gained or like donuts i forget what method yeah. he used but he just gained so much weight and lost it you know did the whole wow. putting the like like was it a pig head or whatever it was for the suicide squad like he gave everyone as the joker like yeah there's something about jared leto that is a little too intense for my yeah. like yeah i think it's too too intense for me too yeah i like what it is. even when he wore cornrows and panic room i don't know whose choice that was if it was david fincher or jared leto but it's just every choice he makes as an actor is a little on and off screen or a little too intense yeah also didn't he walk did he walk for gucci was it gucci he did right? he, he did those fabulous gucci campaigns with lana del rey he did yeah which i mean do look really cool he knows how to wear a gucci velvet suit yeah and see but we're missing that in this movie it's like he should have been tom ford actually that'd be kind of cool yeah when he brings yes because he can wear those suits yeah, that's another thing with this movie. I wanted more fashion, like more like they had access to the Gucci archives and I don't know if they used them all like to the potential or like maybe the clothing was more boring. Like maybe it was the timing. I don't know, because we don't get to see a lot of the Tom Ford of it all either when he revives Gucci, which I was hoping to see. Well, we didn't even, I don't or not we. I don't want to put you. <laughs> I'm going to say we. Yeah, I, say we. I we might have like the same it. feeling. Just tell me if it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. We didn't even get to know who Tom Ford was. No. All of a sudden, we just see this man who I I was like, I guess that's supposed to be Tom Ford because he kind of looks like Tom Ford, but not really. Yeah. And they're talking about it like he should take over. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's Tom Ford, but we're not really. Yeah. The movie doesn't ever tell you what's going on. It's a lot of, um, you know how... They say show, don't tell when you're making a film. Yeah. They but, don't show it. And they also don't tell it. And no. they just like, are like Ridley Scott's like, no, mm, well, you'll figure it out. But this story is so interesting it's and such a, so yes. weird. It's a missed opportunity. And it also, I think, covers like about 20 years time. So like when you cover that much span of time, you have to make it known what decade you're in and how it like. And there's so many events that unfold. So many needle drops that yeah. aren't cohesive. So they don't use them or to tell the time period. Yeah. They don't use it in like an I, Tanya way to like encapsulate like a vibe or a mood. It's just like random songs. Mm -hmm. But I also love Here Comes the Rain Again. So anytime they decide to play that, I'm like into it. Yeah. Mixed no. feelings. I know, right? Every time I hear bad girls at a club, I'm like, <laughs> yes. Toot toot. Beep, beep. beep. That was a little on the nose. I'm like, oh, man. I love that. I would like more of that. Like more on the nose. They should have just done disco. Yeah. Disco would have been great. Disco theme for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Like just pick something. For sure. Make a choice. Make a choice. I agree. Um, We were talking about the cast a bit. Yeah. So Lady Gaga, this is her second proper film mm -hmm. do you have any thoughts on her acting career i love gaga as an actor i feel like i want to see her in more things i feel like in this movie she did her job you know um and i think you know 
it does kind of feel because you said this when we were watching like her and Jared Leto are in like a totally different movie than everyone else. But I would have loved to see that movie. I would have loved it to be more campy because she goes there. Like, I do love that she pushes things like, you know, I think she has talent. Like, I think she's a great actor. Um, I don't know. I just love everything she does. And I think I always will. You know, she just is always giving. Okay. I'd love to see her in more things. Like, I, I especially loved her in A Star is Born. Like, That's, she killed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Underrated. Even though she got nominated for all the awards and all the praise. I feel like I feel like I'm personally that one person in the room. I feel like I'm Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Same. But this movie didn't elicit those same feelings. She did slay as Patrizia Reggiani. But yeah. Yeah. It, it just wasn't a slay. Yeah. I agree. Just like overall. I feel like they could have given her more to work with, like character wise. Like I just wish we would have seen more. Like, I don't know. There's no commitment to it. The the movie never makes a choice whether we should be rooting for her or against her. Yeah. But we're not allowed to feel that empathy towards her. Like, even if she was like an anti-hero of sorts, we're not allowed to feel that empathy for her, mm. even though I feel like we should. But I feel like it it's too Switzerland. Yeah. Where I, it's like she's yes. not bad and she's not good, but it's like too neutral. It's too... Yes, I feel like I was missing that too as like a strong feeling of like rooting for one of the characters and I couldn't figure out who to root for because I didn't really root for Maurizio. He was kind of He was like, a little bitch. Yeah, he was a little bitch. He had no spine. Attractive though. Like I think Adam Driver as Maurizio was great. Like that was great casting <laughs> and he definitely had the look and like the, he did his like Gucci walk and everything. Like he definitely, I don't know. I think he, um, I think he slayed, but yeah, I, I wish I saw either like some of his perspective too, like some emotion or from her some more, like just trying to understand them as people and who they are and why they do what they do or like the whole world of Gucci. Like I feel like I would have liked to get to know some of the side characters more. Like it feels like they just come in and come out like a whirlwind and things just happened. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's why I'm like following the plot of this movie is really difficult unless you like do your research and read up on the whole events and the timeline of the Gucci murders and the Gucci family and like the, you know, all that. It's like, you kind of yeah. have to do that. I feel to understand this movie fully. Yes. Yes. I feel like we knew so much going into it because we did all that research <laughs> for that, so that podcast episode. And if you didn't know that, like I understand why the critics gave it such like, abysmal ratings or like midding mid ratings to like abysmal ratings because if you don't walk in knowing about it and you shouldn't go into a movie like being like i have to have homework right but it, the movie leaves you so lost like i could not imagine if i didn't know anything about the gucci murder or anything yeah i think i'd be so confused I, I would hate it and i feel like maybe i'm like so i don't know the movie was okay is because I did homework, <laughs> which, yeah, it's not. But to your point about Gaga's performance, Gaga's performance is good in the way that she plays it. It's like the camera wants to always pan to her, even mm -hmm. when it doesn't. It's always like the story wants to be about her so much. And she plays Patrizia like someone that deserves 
our empathy yes. and to be felt and studied, which is probably why, you know, she had to seek a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> she was like too in it. But like the movie calls for the focus to be there. Yes. It should be more on her, in my opinion. But then all of a sudden you'll see, you know, Jared Leto looking like, what's that guy from Mario? The bad guy? Waluigi? Yes. <laughs> He's looking like Waluigi, just like in the background. And like even in that one scene, which I loved because it was high camp. Yeah. Or Patrizia. You know, there's like an actual like performance. And then like Jared Leto's in the background dancing, dancing. like Pennywise. He dances. Oh He's my like, God. Yeah. I don't know. I did kind of love that. I loved, I kind of feel like if this movie was maybe campier and had a stronger style to it, I would have maybe enjoyed it more because I think if you're going to make a character over the top, like just just do it. Like just just go all the way. Like and then people can say what they want, but at least they'll be like, oh, it was a campy movie. What It wasn't completely accurate. No one's looking for that. But it was hard to figure out the tone. Yes. Well, don't put Jared Leto in a box then. Yeah. Let his freak flag fly. Let him look like Waluigi <laughs> and be crazy. Like I feel yeah. like the movie is always trying to contain because everything gets really serious and then he's yes. there. Or keep that scene with um, Patrizia and Pina in there. <laughs> like, apparently they had, like, some type of, like, I don't know, like, scene where I guess they make out or something. I don't know. I didn't know this, but I guess Gaga improvised. Like, they, like Ridley Scott let them improvise. And it went there after he's been murdered. Like, that's spicy. Now, that didn't probably happen, but it's spicy, your gay agenda, Brie. I know. You gave me such a hard time for the past month about <laughs> hey, my gay agenda. but you knew about it. But you told me about it. I probably would have never known. Oh, yeah. You really thought I had the gay agenda, I but now you have the gay agenda. I know I do. Now it's my turn. I'm like the Spider-Man meme of <laughs> gay agendas. I know. <laughs> oh, but it's, you know, it's just, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's hard when you're taking real life events and trying to make something, because you can only make it so accurate, you know? Most likely. So why not let it go crazy? Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. I don't know. Excuse me. Sorry. I, I feel like this has been a whole like rant. I know. Like, I was going to, I was going to like set the scene and <laughs> we did really come in hot. Didn't we came we? in hot. I'm so sorry. We were like <laughs> fucking house and coochie. Um, yeah. I wonder if the people agree with us though. Like I wonder, you know. I wonder what our listeners think. I wish they could like phone them in and just get their thoughts real quick and be like, are we all, are we all in agreement? Is this okay? Call mom. Be yeah. like, what are your thoughts? She'll be like, mm. yeah. let's she, watch Frasier. <laughs> she'd probably be like, this made me fall asleep. Like, yeah. it was actually, there was a point in this movie for the whole half, first half of the movie, I started losing interest in getting bored and getting a little sleep. I'm like, oh, okay. What's what's going on i did see you on your phone quite a bit yeah which never really happens no i was try. i was still paying attention but nothing was happening you know yeah i completely agree i feel like i only zeroed in on like the parts from the trailer yeah the trailer is great the trailer oh my gosh can we talk about the trailer yeah <laughs> in the movie too it's good but when gaga says i'm not what is it I'm not a particularly ethical person. But I'm fair. And then she goes, ding, ding, with a little spoon. Yes. That's <sighs> chills. That's like Oscar worthy in itself. Yes. I feel like that was, should have just been the for your consideration for the Oscar campaign for Gaga. Just that. 
just that yeah really discourage people from seeing the movie just be like watch that just watch the trailer yeah yeah when i do house of father son house of gucci don't know the context just watch me baby i improvise that i know i love i love that she improvised that i feel like that we do get some gems i guess from this movie like that you know mm-hmm. jared leto dancing father son house of gucci a full recreation of the 1995 Tom Ford fashion show. Oh, I loved that. Yes. Where they're like the men and women are both in thongs or whatever. Like the it's chaps. The iconic one. <sighs> iconic with the Kate Moss uh, blue silk shirt. Yeah. That Madonna also wore to the VMAs. Uh, the red velvet suit that mm. Gwyneth Paltrow wore. That I was so excited when I saw that happening. I'm like, yes. A guy that in this movie that plays the the lookalike for the guy who plays Smith Jared because mm. he walked that Tom Ford runway show. Yes. The blonde haired dude. Yes. Um, he looked amazing. Yeah, that was a good recreation. It was. I mean, and some like I thought the Anna Wintour lady was pretty good. Whoever. That was wild. Yeah. That scene was wild. When they cut to both Andre Leontali and Anna Wintour. <laughs> It was audible. You were there. I was. That was wild. You didn't see that coming, did you? I didn't. There's just some points in this film where I'm like, that's too high camp to be forgotten. Uh-huh. And I, I commend it for that. Yeah. No, I love that. I was like, oh, okay. Surprise. Oh, my God. But the way Andre Leontali looked. Mm-hmm. He did some type of head movement, too. Like something It was wild. Sassy. I don't know. They put like, he looked like a guy that was like, the gaffer or something and they were like you kind of look like him come on and put a calf tan on him and yeah you know get to work yeah they're like get to work yeah yeah move your head around yeah i don't know i think he did all right i mean it was just a flash though it was like so quick like we didn't really get i really would have loved if we lived in the fashion world i love this i feel like this episode is just turning into like what i would have loved i know and not I, d- I guess i was just movie. expecting you know, in Ocean's 8, how they have Andre Leon Talley? Oh, I just, I would have loved, I would have loved some like realness. Yeah, some realness. Tom Ford playing another character other than Tom Ford. That would have been cool. Like a cameo. Because he used to be an actor. That would have been really cool. Missed opportunity. Yeah. But what were you going to say? I feel like I cut you off. I, I feel no. like I have a lot of opinions now. No, I, I'm, I, I agree with you. Like, just like having more realness. Like I would have just loved to see more in the fashion world too. Like, cause Gucci is such a big fashion brand, like such a big name. You just would think they would explore. Like I get that they have to talk about the family drama and stuff, Mm -hmm. like obviously, but like, I just wish we saw, I don't know. I, I just like, the art of it, like the fashion of it. Like we see like Paolo Gucci, like we see him trying to create new designs and things like that. Like that was interesting to me. Like the artistry of it all. I feel like I'm interested in that as well. You know? I agree. I, I, I will say to that, like in real life, it is way more interesting. I wish they would have shown more of the fashion, like to your point of, you know, the old school just like started off as like luggage Yes. That was the thing. Yeah. And then Paolo in real life, you know, his, 
idea was wanting it to be more of like um what Michael Kors is now. Basically, yeah. Or, you know, but they didn't really specify that in the film and they didn't really convey that. They didn't specify anything. They just really conveyed that Patrizia was being manipulative. Yeah. And that Paolo thought his collection was a sleigh. Yep. So therefore, we're thinking it's a sleigh, but in real life, I wish they would have shown a little more. Yeah. That it wasn't until Tom Ford. It really like revamped it and like changed it and it wasn't because of the Gucci's. Right. Which is the you know, this family brand is all about family. Mm-hmm. Father son house of Gucci. Yeah. But like I don't I didn't feel the rumblings in the family. Like you would because also Patrizia forged those signatures mm-hmm. of Mauricio that really did Yeah. Palo dirty. Right. Which I mean they do touch on and stuff, but it's there's not enough buildup and tension. Yeah, there's in this no movie. drama to it. Yeah, there needs to be way more drama. This is from like this real life story has so much drama. It's unbelievable that like if you're gonna make a movie about it, you need to include that drama and tension because it's. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, but I feel like they just like you're right. They do kind of they touch on everything, but it's. In these like little scenes for being a three hour movie, mind you. Oh, was it three hours? Or, like two and a half. It's a longer movie. And, but it's like they just kind of like hand the paper and they're like, yeah, we did Joe for Paolo. Yeah. And that's like. But no it. build up. Like it's I don't know. I feel like some of the transitions from scene to scene were just so confusing because it's like all of a sudden we're in this next. We're in a different year now, but we're not really going to tell you we're in a different year you know, um, and now it's going to be about this character when just a moment ago it was about these two characters. But it's, I just, I don't know. I feel like this movie, this really could have been like a two or three part movie. Like if you really want to get into the nitty gritty of it all. But I just feel like it was like, I, there wasn't like a solid focus. Maybe if it was more character driven, like if it was more yeah. from Patrizia's point of view. Which we all want. Which that's what we want. Yeah. I mean, I know that like the Gucci family themselves have like, said like hey you've made her too sympathetic uh like i don't know something about her being in like a man's world and they're like that's not how it was like we had women on the payroll or something and i do think that was an interesting angle that they took like the ridley scott took in this film which was like wait 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 a second you're gonna like girl bossify her (laughs) like she's so much more interesting you don't have to do that you don't have to no she's already pretty interesting and she's wild i feel like it should have been like you know how they did um the versace murder with uh darren chris playing what's his name andrew cunanan Mm. did it because you know it's like from his point of view yeah it's like really creepy and it doesn't like justify his actions but it's just told through his lens yeah it seems like a romp a romp and romp until it's not and i think this movie is begging for gaga to be the star yeah. So why is this House of Gucci and not like House of Patrizia or something? Why aren't we? <laughs> why are we watching that film? Why don't we come in in the like late seventies, early nineties with Patrizia meeting Maurizio? Because mm-hmm. it does do that, but why aren't we seeing it through her lens up until the murder? Yeah, it changes. Like the lens is like all over, but we need like because unless it's like a documentary. I don't know. Like I just, the crown style or something? Yeah. I don't know. I really just wished it was more from her perspective. And I wish there was more tension between her and Maurizio because I'm sure in real life there was. And to understand her decision to kind of to hire a hitman, you know, like what builds up to that. Like you kind of understand it in this movie, 
but it does seem like it happens fast. One moment, you know, they're married and happy, then they have a kid. Now all of a sudden he's cheating on her. Like it's not really, there's not like, um, it, it's like there's missing pieces to that. For sure. I don't know. So an hour into it, what, well, how would you describe, like what is the plot of House of Gucci? Well, the plot. Um, are you using the Google summaries? Because those are always great. I know, right? Well, let's see how accurate it is. <clears throat> when Patrizia Reggiani, an outsider from humble beginnings, marries into the Gucci family, her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. They kind of blame... Wait, this kind of blames her for the family falling apart, though. But did she really? Like, there's no way she could have torn apart the whole family. It was going to fall apart anyways. I yeah. don't... They didn't ever see eye to eye anyways. Yeah. But also, that sounds dope. That sounds like Marie Antoinette on crack. Yes. That, this movie is not that. No. Those are lies. Those are lies. Yeah. It, it's not even really told from her point of view. I know. Yeah. That is one of my biggest beefs, I think, with this movie. Yeah. Or told from Jared Leto's Palo. That's a camp performance I'd love to so see. Interesting. Yes, because he's like the un, like he's the overlooked heir to the yeah. Gucci throne and he has ideas. He's an artist. I mean, that's what Jared Leto said. Like he connected with this character so much. <laughs> and he was like, I guess he like campaigned for this role. Like he wasn't, I don't know what's whose script he read for beforehand, but he was like, no, I'm playing Palo basically. Like this is me. Like I have to do this. Like in his bones, like he had to. Have you seen what Palo? looks like yeah he doesn't really look like i don't think they look anything alike i'm very confused he also didn't like look like fat they did him dirty and his hair wasn't long and stringy right from what i could tell from the pictures that i could find i don't know what photos they were looking at let me look it up again but no i believe they did because he is also balding but they make him like really he was a cutie he was (laughs) he was a little cutie let me see I mean, you know, like a, like a little cute old man. Like you just show me this old man, like in the in the chair. Oh my god! But he looks adorable. I know what you're saying. Like he's definitely not ugly. Wait, does he even have a mustache? Oh, he must have had a mustache at some point, or they wouldn't have given him one. Yeah, I guess there he did. Oops. Well, there he kind of looks. Like, well, hold on, but not like fat like that. Like with the little like, what's it called in the chin? Like a. Not a gullet. A guz, guz, guzzler? He doesn't look that bad. He looks more put together for sure. Like, he looks like he, his haircut is sharper. Yeah. See, like, here's a side by side. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like he definitely looks worse in the movie. Like... And they there he looks older too. So, but I'm confused. Like, they didn't have to do his hair piece like that, like on Jared Leto's. No, they didn't. I guess that was another th- like issue too when getting him ready because it took like six hours or something for him to get in that whole suit and do the hair and makeup and the bald cap, like three piece bald cap. Because Jared Leto has so much hair, like they really struggled to get the whole situation together up there. So he method acts for everything else, but wouldn't cut his hair. Nope. He wouldn't shave his head to have a receding hairline. No, I stand by Paolo Gucci 
The real Paolo Gucci. The real Paolo Gucci. It was a, he was a cute man. He wasn't like a looker. No, but I know what you're saying. I was a little shocked when I looked him up and saw the real Paolo. And I'm like, whoa, they did him dirty. They really did. Like, even when he was doing the receding hairline thing with like the mullet style. Yeah. It wasn't dark. So it didn't look as like bad. It no. kind of just blended in. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. I get why the Gucci like family wanted to sue. <laughs> yeah, they did. They didn't sue, but they wanted to. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they're like we could though. I don't know if they make Patrizia Reggiani like sympathetic. I don't. Yeah, I feel like they just make everyone look bad. Bad. <laughs> like kind of. Yeah, like the whole family and Patri- like everyone is just kind of. I don't know. They just seem kind of like greedy and like messed up and backstabbers. Like you can't trust anyone. But you don't know any of their motivations, really. Yeah. It's wild. It is wild. Can we talk about um Jeremy Irons like as Rodolfo? Like his British accent that just, I don't know. I feel like he had an Italian accent for like a very short time. And then that kind of took me out a bit because I was like, wait a minute. Why is he so British? And I know he's a British actor, but like. Every time he was on, it was so crazy to like when they would cut to him after like an Adam Driver, like Lady Gaga scene, which, you know, they're like acting, mm-hmm. like acting the heck out of it. And then you see Jeremy Irons in a full British accent and you're like, hey, there's Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Like, I just kept thinking that was Jeremy Irons. And then like Al Pacino walks in and you're like, there's Al Pacino. <laughs> there he is, my man, which I love to see. I do, too. I do love Al Pacino. I feel like he can do no wrong. There will be no Al Pacino slander on Late to the Party mm-hmm. with Nikki and Brie. No, definitely not. No. Even at his worst, He's he is the best. Be- yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, no notes for no, Aldo no. Gucci. <laughs> I know. I literally, in my notes, I think I just said he never disappoints. He never. <laughs> Period. Like, that's it. That's all I have to say. Even in Jack and Jill, which he's the best part of Jack and Jill. Yeah. Love him. Even in people I know. Actually, the people I know is the one time I feel like he maybe didn't slay, but I still love him. It's camp. It's camp. Yeah, for sure. Don't ask him to do a Southern accent. That's all. Just don't. (laughs) But he's in his element here. Yes. And no, he plays it really well. He's very believable. Yeah. I feel like I read some reviews where they were like hating on him, but I didn't really understand. I'm like, no, I think he's perfect. Like, yes, it makes sense. Like. That he'd be tied up in this family. He's the only one I trust. Yeah, for real. He's kind of like the only one I believe, too. I, I don't know why they cast Jeremy Irons. Mm-mm. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was Ridley Scott. Isn't he like, is he like friends with him? Like, do they know? Just, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Because he's like an, an English director. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he just saw him in that role. I mean, he does. Jeremy Irons does have a good voice. Like, he has kind of a sexy Kind of like, ooh, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, like a stern voice, maybe. I mean, he's a he's a zaddy. Yeah. I'm a big Jeremy Irons fan, but that's why they picked him, because he's a zaddy. (laughs) You know, Ridley Scott is 85. No, I knew he was kind of old, but wow, that is awesome, though. Okay, well, you know. I think he really did his best. You know, he tried. You know, if I'm going to be quite honest, I am not exactly familiar enough 
with Jeremy Irons' career to know which Ridley Scott films he's been in. Yeah. Because, you know, he did Alien. Right. That's another thing is the Ridley Scott of it all. Like, he usually does the, like, like what, like, sci-fi. Can I read you his list? Because yeah. he goes all over the map. He does. Um, Alien, Blade Runner, Thelma and Louise, mm-hmm. G.I. Jane, Gladiator, Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, mm-hmm. Matchstick Men, Kingdom of Heaven, American Gangster, Robin Hood, 2010, um, Prometheus, Exodus, Gods and Kings, The Martian, mm-hmm. Alien Covenant, All the Money in the World, The Last Duel, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. I know that one just seems kind of random, but... It doesn't really seem like it's in his element, to be I think frank. that's probably like, maybe part of it. But I think maybe like there's certain elements, like... Like, some of his movies have strong female leads. Like, I think there was, like... That's another thing. There is a history of this movie, like, being made. Like, the development of this film and Ridley Scott's involvement. Like, there's a whole, like, rigmarole around it. Well, the pray tell. So, this all goes back to June 2006. He was set to direct a film about the downfall of the Gucci family um, for Paramount Pictures. But um, the family kind of dismissed the project and it didn't get made. But guess who was going to star in this? The, just think about 2006, right? And is, the, Oh, go ahead. No, no. What do you think? Is this the one where Angelina Jolie was? Yes. You know about this? Oh, v- vaguely. I, I think Angelina Jolie, <sighs> especially like 2006. So that's right after Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. So she's in her like, hey, day she would have killed it oh my god i want to see that yes and ridley scott would have been younger like he would have had all the energy in the world maybe this would have been his moment and it's also um leonardo dicaprio would also be Maurizio, which i don't know but eh. 2006 leo just like you know post aviator yeah 2006 yeah that that film would have slapped that would have been the film to to end all films yeah like ridley scott too with leo and angelina jolie mm-hmm. that makes sense whatever that film is directed by ridley scott makes sense yeah when you throw in because okay also adam driver i love him as an actor mm-hmm. also love a good nose you yes. know like we both love adrian brody he's in the same yeah family with the nose Adam Driver is such a different actor than Lady Gaga. Yes. And Al Pacino. And Jared Leto is such a different actor than Adam Driver. I know what you're saying. And yeah, Jeremy Irons is very different than Jared Leto or Al Pacino. Uh Uh-huh. So they just don't mesh. No. All great actors, though. Yes. I love them, but like, I agree. Like, they don't really make a whole lot of sense together. Like... Yeah. But I wanted them to. I wanted them to, too. Because I love... Yeah. Oh, man. You know who is great with Lady Gaga? Hmm. Selma Hayek. Yes. They play off each other very well. I love... That's another thing in this film, like, just that I would have loved to see more of is her relationship with Pina, the psychic. Like, because she... Like, in real life, they had a friendship. They were, like, besties. And they also had a downfall after the... Like, we... This movie, I feel like... 
could have touched more also on the trial Mm -hmm. like when she gets sentenced you know in the aftermath of that like they didn't really get into that because that is also interesting to me like there's just so much stuff that happens also just like a funny fun fact selma hayek her husband owns gucci wait what currently wait really Mm -hmm. that is a fun fact oh yeah there he is francois pinot or as i like to call him mr selma hayek (laughs) mr selma hayek i like it um So basically, I would have liked to see more of like the whole Pina as the accomplice because Mm -hmm. there was like a back and forth where like Patrizia was like, this is, it's all her fault. She told me to do this or something or like, I don't know, blaming it on her, like the murder, which like you can't just really say that. I don't know. You can't blame someone for your decision to murder your husband. I don't think. I mean, you could say they're involved, but I don't know. They had like a whole like. You know, like their friendship fell apart. And I think that's kind of interesting. Like that's drama, you know, is all I'm saying. That's why it should have been a star is born Patrizia Reggiani. Yeah, that's exactly. But I do love we meet Pina, the tarot card reading psychic. No. As Patrizia is like looking at the TV. That part was cool. Yeah. And, you know, she calls in. And answers on the air, like Miss Cleo style. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of having this like flirtatious relationship where it's like showing Pina on the TV and Patrizia in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Patrizia's being all cheeky. She's like, mm, well, will I get what I want? Yes. Like, and then, then Pina's like, it doesn't work that way. You got to ask a specific question. But yeah. And then she says to wear green. Yeah, she does. Which. She doesn't wear a lot. I really I thought... I didn't even see her wear the green. I really... Oh, the scene afterwards, she's wearing black gloves. And I originally, because of the lighting, thought they were green. And I got hyped for a second. And I made a note. And then I had to, like, scratch it out. <gasps> that was a miss. They could have made it green. Like, that would have made so much sense. See, I just think that would have been interesting. Like, the plotting of everything. Like, getting more into that. And, like... I Like, I do like the scene where she's like, can we put the evil eye on him? You know, like, got a spa or whatever. But she's like, they're just talking about Maurizio. And she's like, I'm just so tired of it. Like, what do I do? Like, well, because he does do her dirty. Yeah. Like, he's having an affair with this blonde lady. There is a certain point where you side with Patrizia and you're like, yeah, okay, I understand. Like, there is that scene when, you know, Patrizia really, how she calls him a bunch. And she, I forget exactly what she does, but... And she is using the kids to he, kind of bait him. He shuts her out, like, completely. So she's, like, doing everything she can to kind of get him in. And there's a scene where Patrizia, like, confronts him. And he's like, you're embarrassing yourself. But the way Adam Driver says it, I'm like, murder him. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, snap, you should yeah, murder this man. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's not, it's not juicy enough. When the murder takes place, it's like really solemn and whatever. Yeah. I would as the Gucci family be like, not that they sympathize with her too much. No. But it wasn't spicy enough. I'd be like, our family's crazy. You could have focused on that. Patrizia is like a lovable, like Joker style villain. Like, (laughs) follow her. Yeah. Don't, don't play the middle. Don't play the middle. I agree. Like, just don't play the middle. Also... In real life, apparently, um, Patrizia bought, like, her outfit for the funeral before he even died. Why didn't they show a scene like that? That would have been a cool scene. Yeah. People, 
like were aware or at least Pina knew about it. Like someone could have called her out. Like I would have liked someone like I would have liked someone to like call her out more or something to kind of, you know what I mean? Like you just don't. They, they, what did they say? Like happy wives don't just kill their husbands. Yes. Or something? You know, like I, I just I don't know. Well, endorphins make happy people and happy people just don't go and kill their husbands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that I do know about. I know about legally blonde logic. Yeah. Also, you know, Patricia couldn't kill her husband because she just got a perm. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, what would have been great, even if it's an embellishment. So this murder takes place about 95, right? Right. So Gianni Versace would still be alive. Yes. Go in. Patrizia, there needs to be a scene in my mind of her going into Versace, hobnobbing with like Gianni or Donatella or something. Uh Uh-huh. And then that be the the funeral outfit, you know? (gasps) Yes. Or, you know, like somewhere else, some other luxury house. Yes. Yes. Okay. Why was there not also more hobnobbing with the luxury? Like, because that, I feel like they allude to like this luxurious lifestyle, like obviously, but there could have been more opulence. There wasn't a lot of opulence. And like we know from Maurizio's side, like he really doesn't want the opulence and he wants to like live in Patrizia's like peasant life. Which makes sense. Like they did a good job of showing that and but then not not tempting why Patrizia would fight so hard to be back in and manipulate her way in. No, other than just we know that the family has money, but they didn't really show that. Like they, yeah. you know, and like or being like a sorry, New York socialite, like that was a big part of her experience that I feel like we didn't really get to see that. Like we see her hang out with Aldo Gucci and, you know, get clothes for free, but it's not the same as like going to parties. Like it just I feel like there must have been more to the lifestyle that it would have made more sense. Like, the appeal of it all. I just didn't... That you would want to kill your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's things at stake. Maybe that's it. There's, like, yeah. something at stake. I feel like there need to be more at stake. Yeah. Because in real life, I think there was a lot at stake. So much. Especially for, for like, Maurizio. Or, like, we kind of see it with Paolo, which I'll give Jared Leto credit for. Yeah. But with Maurizio, there's a lot of inner work going on. But that's not that the film we're in adam driver so mm-hmm. it just doesn't translate yeah but there's so much drama with your family and mm. shouldn't you be torn yeah i was hoping to see more of that like being torn like yeah like maybe between her and his family and whatever or what to do with because he doesn't really want this you can tell he's not really wanting to be like, he doesn't want this responsibility. He doesn't really care about this luxurious lifestyle. I mean, he got together with Patrizia. She was not technically in his class or whatever, but he didn't care. You know, he's not that kind of person. He's studying to be a lawyer. Like, he doesn't yeah. care about fashion. Like, he's not, you know, he dresses smart, but he's not like, he doesn't seem to care about the Gucci name like that and what it all means. And like, and like, I didn't feel that heartbreak from Aldo or Paolo enough. Yeah, like, I'm sure there was, and I love to see it. Like, one of my favorite scenes, I think, is when, like, Aldo's like, oh, you're an idiot, and he's all mad, but he's like, but you're my idiot. And they're like, oh, I felt a little emotion there, but, like, I could have, it could have been more, and they could have built up, like, because that's a father-son relationship. I think just, yeah, like, getting into the family dynamics more would have been great, because that can, people can, maybe we can't all relate to Gucci. Like, our families are not all like that. Like, that's kind of. Wow, but there's certain elements of like a father-son relationship. I'm thinking, you know, 
a parent child like things you could maybe relate to like or your siblings or they well, i guess they're cousins but still like yeah. rivalries like you could understand but they couldn't this didn't get into it enough or even like falling in love like yeah. it's so crazy so we meet patrizia well and Maurizio, but yeah. at like a studio 54 style like disco like costume party yes and you know i want to say gaga patricia's <laughs> dancing to bad girls just like super eight girl status mm. we don't really get to live in that anymore after this yes which there, is a shame i agree we're led to believe we're gonna see like a full-fledged romance which between like patricia and Maurizio. yeah we don't really i i do like love in a camp way they're like sex scenes like they're steamy scenes oh yeah that was kind of fun because yeah. like what i will say about ridley scott is where he like sits the fence on the the house of gucci <laughs> of it all he's like nah these two are gonna fuck yeah he, he did <laughs> he was like mic drop he's like this is going to get intense up in here yeah i was like why are we having two like full-fledged like sex scenes and like keeping it like going mm-hmm. it's like the, the movie doesn't even call for it but i love the fact that he was like nah we gotta like do this up yeah they the people have to know they have to know yeah, yeah that like adam driver fucks yeah if you didn't know already like <laughs> yeah yeah that was the point he was getting across he was like, have you ever wanted to see like Kylo Ren and Lady Gaga yeah, this in is, your fanfic? This is for this you. This is for you. Yeah. No, it was kind of cool because it was so over the top and it was slightly awkward because like the way it doesn't exactly show a lot. Like it's no, it's a little aggressive, though. It's like a little bit like you're like, oh, OK, like it's I don't know. You just kind of have to see it, I guess, and you'll get it. Yeah. Like it just keeps going. Like you think that they're going to like cut and it's not exactly romantic either no it is more like it felt very lustful and not so much like they're in love so that was like another thing is like i don't know if that was on purpose to be like they like are they in love like but it's also a disconnect because Maurizio is so willing to like give up his life and his name and like you can tell he's like meek and like like shy and timid and like maybe not as into patrizia and then all of a sudden the scene happens where he's like oh and you're like but wait i i don't understand how did we get here yeah yeah no it happened fast i'm like get it girl but like how yeah no i agree i was a little like oh whoa all right why that's how i would describe this movie just like capital letters and bold wild wild Oh, what do you think about Lady Gaga declining to meet Patrizia Reggiani? I don't know. Maybe that was for the best. I mean, who knows? Maybe Patrizia would put a hit out on her. Like, I don't. I mean, I think it's interesting because I think, like, I read that Patrizia wanted to meet her. Like, she was like, "Well, she didn't even consult me." And, but I mean, this is a. I mean, do you? I don't know. Like. Because what line do you cross if it's a real person and they actually committed like, well, she hired someone. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the same. I think hiring someone. OK, I don't know if this is good. I'm like, <laughs> no, I think gonna I'm going gonna, to agree with you. <laughs> hiring someone is different than like murdering someone with your bare hands. Right. Because yeah. 
while you have, it's also like you're disconnected from it. So maybe you do have regret. We don't know, you know, maybe like, cause that's something you can't take back. But like, you have to have something super wrong with you to be able to actually murder someone. And 100%. You know, so if she was like, if she had murdered him with her bare hands, I think that would definitely be kind of scary. Like, I don't know, like as an actor to talk to someone, but even like, like, I don't know. Like, I think, I, I really don't know how to feel. Like, I would probably feel like if I was Gaga, I might be a little conflicted, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Like, it's hard. It's it's like a weird, like, I, I would understand interviewing other family members for sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think if they didn't consult with the family at all, they should have, or if they didn't do it a lot, they should have consulted maybe more. Yeah, like maybe just consult with everyone. I mean, it'd be weird to only consult with Patrizia as well, not the family. That'd be wrong. I don't, I don't know. I kind of side with Gaga on this. I don't think she should have met Patrizia. I feel like Patrizia could have like swayed her one way or another. Sure. Just muddied the waters. Um, But I don't know. I I think like it's so interesting because I'm like, well, did Patrizia ever see it? I know she's in jail, but do they, does she get to see like a cut? Because I know Tom Ford did and was like, I don't like this movie. Yeah. I mean, everyone did and was like, I don't know. I have a lot of problems. He was there too, though. He just, like, was really serious about it, maybe, and, yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. I forgot what he said, but I know he didn't really He He did it. praise the performances, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. I think it's, like, messy when you consult someone that set a hit out for murdering their husband. Yeah. But she's had, she's been interviewed, I feel like. Patricia's mm-hmm. been interviewed by people, right? So. For sure. There probably is enough material to pull from in that way. Yeah, I don't feel like it was like a as big of a deal, but I, I definitely will say about that. I think Gaga, you know what? She did what she could with yeah. what she had. Like now that I've seen House of Gucci and know the movie, I'm like, you know what? I can tell Gaga was trying to create like a star is born if there's so, like a thousand people in the room and only one person sees you type of deal, which she kind of did with the like, I'm method acting. Mm -hmm. You know, she kind of became like an internet like moment. People were tweeting it. People were making memes. You know what I mean? Like she, she was a moment, a viral moment for a second. Yeah. That's the best publicity for this movie. It is. No, this movie is thanks to Gaga. I think like the only reason butts were in seats mm -hmm. is because of Gaga. Agreed. Yeah. And that trailer, that trailer slept. Yeah. Or they saw Adam Driver in that cable knit sweater. That cable knit sweater. That's what did it for me. I will say, is this sweater better than Chris Evans and Knives Out? Who has the better oh. white cable knit sweater? I was going to say, I think it rivals it. I don't know if it's better. It's about the same, I would say. Unless it's very similar feelings. Rory Gilmore. Pilot of Gilmore Girls white sweater. Thoughts on that too? Oh man, I'm just picturing them all side by side. And they all are like a tie for me. Like, I don't know. I can't pick. This is very difficult. Who wore it better? They're all very much the same sweater. It's iconic nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. 
that's a legacy of house i do wonder about that sweater i think it's funny too because i guess um adam driver also got like messages like what sweater is that like people were trying to figure out like who designed the sweater and all this stuff and what is up with a good white cable knit sweater i don't know that's the real question about house of gucci it's just sweaters yeah i don't know it's classic it's comfy goes with everything perfect for the winter ralph loren is just (laughs) getting super excited yeah just you feel the stores reverberating like (sighs) whatever like a white cable knit sweater comes onto the scene in pop culture it's definitely a vibe i love it yeah and i'm trying to think what to wrap this up um i feel like we just kind of talked about pretty much everything yeah like any i guess final thoughts on house of gucci if you want the actual plot of what happened read the book read the book um but if you want to hear some crazy accents Mm -hmm. watch this movie yeah no the accents are pretty wild it's like, so wild like jared leto is doing like an almost master of disguise it is very master that's like i'm like what does this remind me of pistachio if you want to hear lady gaga doing a spot on patrizia reggiani but also sounding like a russian spy yeah jeremy irons just not doing it and talking in his regular british accent al pacino being al pacino yes yeah I don't know. I feel like you're the one, Brie. I don't know. I I feel like I need to help you. Help me do what? I don't know. (laughs) Have an accent? No, like help you through this dark time. I I feel like. Because I've been so let down by this movie. I'm like going to cry. I'm like (laughs) depressed. I feel like this has like altered your brain chemistry. No, I'll learn to live with it. I just. In my mind. Okay. My final thoughts on this movie I just wish it was different. I <laughs> I wish it was directed by Baz Luhrmann. Yes. That could have been a fun time. Then it could have gone all over the place. It could have, the, the crazy accents wouldn't have been, you know, it may have been similar to Tom Hanks in that film with the Elvis. Oh, Elvis? It might, you know, Jared Leto might be equivalent to that in that, in the Baz Luhrmann, but. With Baz Luhrmann, it would still be fun. Exactly. It needs more fun. Like, I know that, like, the real life story probably isn't that fun fun like for the people that are involved I but it's it. a movie but it's a movie and if you were gonna make it about like you you just could have made it over the top i think like i feel like Bos Lerman would have done such a good job of like doing like f- like they try with the soundtrack i think to you know convey different decades or to convey a mood but it doesn't quite hit but i feel like with Bos Lerman's style yes. of editing where he's like like that would have made more sense with the events happening it could have been like bam 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 and then it could be like whoa like these characters are like, it just, I feel like it would have been perfect. Like, if he directed this movie, keep the same cast, and it could have just been wild, like, more wild, more campy. I would have loved More that. opulence. Oh, my God. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann's House of Gucci. And then we get, directed by Sofia Coppola, Patrizia. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Like a, yes. Like a Elvis like, Priscilla situation. Yeah, for sure. Which, are we going to watch Priscilla? Oh, yeah. We are definitely watching Priscilla. We're going. I, I'm so ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that'll get our butts. We'll see Priscilla, and then we'll wait for the Renaissance tour movie. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the two things I really want to see right now. Yes. And yeah. Patrizia, if that ever happens. If that ever happens. Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Like, Baz Luhrmann, Sofia Coppola. Let's make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, what would you rate House of Gucci? Out of like, like 10 or? Out of five. Out of five. Like a three. Three? Like a three out of five. Like, yeah. I give it two out of five mangoes. Mangoes? Mangoes. Oh my god. Yeah. That that That's line. a deep house of Gucci deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. What if he said she has more mangoes than you do? That's what Paolo says to to Gaga. Yeah. Well Ah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for listening. Rate and review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.